Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Here's what you need to know. With Reno Street McDonald's closing down, what should replace it? David Mangiano, the owner of the Grand Pizzeria and Bar, suggests a police kiosk go in place of that McDonald's space. Okay, that's a practical answer. He said a kiosk would help serve the community of downtown businesses. Mm. Speaking of police, police and bylaws say they will have an increased presence in the downtown core tonight as St. Patrick's Day celebrations get underway. Bylaw will be particularly present in the Sandy Hill area, ensuring celebrations don't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. In a statement, Ottawa Bylaw says they will not hesitate to issue fines if noise and street parties are uh, street party rules are violated. Yeah, laws ruining St. Patrick's Day for all teens for all time. And finally, for the first time in three decades, the American Kennel Club says the U.S. has a new favorite dog breed. After dominating for 31 years, the Labrador Retriever lost out to... The French Bulldog. Yeah. Their popularity worries fans and critics alike, though. Frenchies have been targeted in thefts, and there's concern that demand is fueling quick buck breeders and unhealthy dogs. Yeah, they have a lot of health problems. Same with the English Bulldogs. Any, uh, They're all overbred. Yeah, and their faces make it hard for them to breathe, right? I know. It's so tough. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's really cute that they're snorty and... Yeah. You know, but it's it's actually kind of sad. Yeah, look into it before you get one. If you think about it, yeah. <laughs> and that's what you need to know. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Yes! Feeling better? Feeling better? Okay. Whoo-hoo-hoo. That's much better. Today's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, yeah, Sophie. Yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. It's like one of my favorite days of the year, although it doesn't feel a lot like St. Patrick's Day today. Okay. It usually has a feel. I don't know where the vibe is. Maybe, I, yeah. maybe I gotta wait till it's light out. I agree with you on that. I didn't. I don't know. Uh, I guess on our way in, or the last couple of days, we haven't seen anything except for that woman that we saw in the market. Yeah, with that a great one hat. woman. Yeah, she was walking uh, by the station and she had a St. Patrick's Day hat on, and I said, "What a lovely hat." She was excited. Yeah, she was happy that someone noticed mm-hmm. that she put in some effort. <laughs> yeah, I wore green today. You did. That was my effort. Good job. Yeah. It's not exactly the Irish green, but hey, man, it's better than my green. What does that mean? It's green. Yeah, well, I mean, I have What's a red, I have a red green? green color blindness. Let me just exactly. give you full disclosure. I'm right. Like, what are you talking about? It's like the greenest. All right. Well, it's dark in here. I can't tell. Oh, it's okay. a lot of yellow light. Yeah, so judgy. <laughs> I, uh, at least I wore green. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't own any green. Mm, well, we're going to have to change that for next year, aren't we? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we'll be uh, peppering in, I'm sure, some St. Patrick's Day facts for you today. And Friday Flicks is coming up later in the show. An Irish, semi-Irish theme. Semi-Irish. <laughs> yeah, semi-Irish. Right. <laughs> Those are our favorite. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That about wraps things up for round two of March Madness, which was yesterday. <laughs> the Pure Country March Madness, to be uh, clear, not the basketball tournament. No, we're uh, <laughs> actually on the hunt for the ultimate country artist, and we thought it might be fun to get your input so you can cast your votes throughout the day. And then we announce that bracket's winners the next day. Oh, sorry, it was round three. It was round three. So uh, yesterday was Morgan Wallen versus Carrie Underwood, or Carrie Underwood versus Morgan Wallen. That's right. You see it. And I got to tell you, it was a pretty close race. It was. There was a lot of uh, a lot of Kerry supporters late in the game, mm-hmm. but too late. Yeah. Morgan Wallen beating out Kerry Underwood. Here we go. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> he moves on. He wow. Moves, Morgan Wallen's the first 
into the final four. Wow. Okay, so there it is. Morgan Wallen gets the majority of the votes from you. That includes Instagram stories, Twitter, and Facebook, which is where you can continue to cast your votes today when we uh, peg the two new contenders, which are... Chris Stapleton versus Blake Shelton. Oh, God, that's so so bizarre. Okay, So tough. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) That's going to be an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I, I this one's tough. I have my hunch, but I, I don't know. Chris Stapleton and Blake Shelton. Who's, what's your hunch? Who do you think? Oh, man. I don't know. I really thought Keith Urban was going to be Blake Shelton, so it really throws the whole thing out. I don't know. I feel like Chris Stapleton's going to take yeah, Blake I Shelton. Saw, I think so, Only too. Only because I was shocked to see how many people voted for Chris Stapleton. Not that I don't agree with you. I just was shocked. They love him here. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, we'll see what happens. Chris and Blake going head-to-head today uh, as we continue the Elite Eight. So against Morgan Wallen, Carrie Underwood, unfortunately, takes the fall. Yeah. All right. So there you go. We continue our hunt for Pure Country's ultimate country artist. Who will it be? You will decide. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. If you're hoping to party on Ottawa patios until 2 a.m. this summer, you're in luck because counselors will be voting on the 2 a.m. last call on patios to become a permanent rule. Okay. All right. So uh, apparently they're discussing this in a really important meeting on March 23rd. Okay. Uh, they are going to be reinstituting patio fees this year. That's, I guess they're waiving them during the pandemic. Uh, but restaurants and bars will pay for the space at 50% of the pre-pandemic rate with the city eyeing a return to full fees in 2024. It's like five grand a year okay, for the so fees. In layman's terms, that means that I guess patios in Ottawa had to pay to have that space. Yeah. And that seems kind of silly because... There's room, (laughs) right? right. And do you remember during the pandemic that they had uh, all the patios open on the streets and they had the streets closed off? Yes. Right? And that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. So, okay, so they're going to be talking, I guess, so they're talking about the fees Mm -hmm. that they haven't decided on yet, but that will include the conversation for permission to stay open until 2 a.m. So are they open till like... 11 p.m. right now or one? So prior to the pandemic, patio hours had varied across the city, which is also weird because some bars were open until 11 and then some were open till midnight and others were open till one. And you know, like it just makes no sense. Okay. And so they, but I guess the hard line was 1 a.m. Yes. But the bar is still open, everybody. So weird. This is just patios. It's very, very confusing. And this is exactly why it makes no sense, because it shouldn't be confusing. We're just, we're going out for the night. Was it for, maybe it was for noise. There was some uh, noise stuff that they were talking about, but like, let's be honest. It's the the Viler market. One and two in the morning. (laughs) So, whatever. Nothing. It is the market. Yeah, let's go. Exactly. There's supposed to be noise there. Yes. So to provide consistency, staff are recommending that all right-of-way patio permits issued have a closure of 2 a.m. Fantastic. And uh, basically, that is just fancy talk for making sure that everyone has the same rules to follow so that everyone knows when everyone's open until. Yeah, good um, stuff. And then uh, there is something called the Patio Innovation Program that Ottawa has been doing to help support patio operators that were having a, a hard time during the pandemic. So that's nice. So they are getting supported. It's just that we have to go through all the minutia of the legal system in order to make any small change. That's right. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, we did a subcommittee uh, did yeah. a motion pass. Yes, for the subcommittee. Now it goes to major, the to council. Okay. And then, you know, it's and just a thousand hoops. Why do they always like, why do they make the language so confusing? Is it because they don't want us to understand what's going on? Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like, that's a theory. Right? Just say that. It's not that far off the mark. Just say that, like, hey, you know, we didn't want you guys open until then because of the noise. But it's the byword market. Right. But we're a bar. Right. But can't we just be open till two? Sure. There. Yeah. That's this, how it should be. This synopsis of a city council argument brought to you by <laughs> Sophie. There you go. Problem solved. What's next? What else you got? Ah, she's solving it all. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. So that topless lady who ran around the Juno Award stage while Avril Lavigne was trying to talk. Right. Has finally explained why she did it. And guess what? What? She's coming to Ottawa. Okay. On tour. Going on tour. All right, who wants tickets? Who wants tickets? Get your tickets. Basically, uh, and I don't know if you saw this. It was kind of hard to see any of it, to be honest. It all happened just so fast. Uh, She ran up there with a whole bunch of slogans for environmental causes on her body. Again, uh, could have been distracted by the pasties she was wearing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she is uh, heavily into uh, activism when it comes to the environment, climate change. She's part of a group called On to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. which is heading on to Ottawa. Okay. Uh, it's coming uh, April to demand a citizens' assembly for climate action. She says she and her group chose the Juno Awards because it's an international platform. She said it was going to be, like, all over the place. It was going to make headlines. It was going to trickle and around the world. here it is. Yeah, and uh, she said she doesn't think it could have gone any better. It couldn't have. I mean, it's covered <laughs> by CNN. Yeah, she was hoping that uh, Avril Lavigne would give her the mic at some point <laughs> so she could, uh, you know, do her spiel. That didn't happen. Uh, she's in and out of court anyway because she's been fined, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, for this whole thing. Uh, but my question is, like, when you're in an activist group like this and and you want to do something like the Juno Awards, she already had a ticket for the show, by the way. Right. Uh, you know, do you draw straws for like who's going to do question. it? You know, or do you wait for someone to volunteer their naked body onto the stage? I think that there's going to be a small group of people who are comfortable with it. <laughs> and uh, right? then I have a, a, a just a feeling that Casey, which is her name. Yeah. Uh, really loves that kind of attention. Yeah. And that it doesn't bother her at all. So I don't know that you'd have to, like, say, oh, it's my turn. Okay, I guess. I think she would be jumping at the chance. Yeah. And by the way, the full coverage of this is definitely guaranteeing that anyone's going to, like, this is the number one thing you should do if you're a protester, by the way. One of the things that struck me is how, so the slap on the Oscars happened just last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So now we're at the Junos. Yeah. And someone walked up on stage, and by the way, she was up there, for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. No security. No. Nope. Just walking just around. Right up there. You can do anything you want. <sighs> yeah, you can do anything you want. Yeah, she literally said, I just walked up there. Is there a cause close enough to your heart that you would go nude for? Uh, well, not nude, but maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe topless. <laughs> it depends. It really depends. No, of course not. What kind of animals are in trouble, Jeff? <laughs> exactly. Uh. Of course not. But listen, uh, we're not all that brave. And... Uh, I, you know, maybe she had purchased these pasties a while ago and didn't know how she was going to use them. She's like, I've got to get the use out of these. Exactly. I paid 19 bucks. Right. I Let's know the go. perfect place. <laughs> <laughs> but she's coming here, so All hang right. on to her. Get luck. <laughs> the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know.
With the Reno Street McDonald's closing down, what should replace it? David Mangiano, owner of the Grand Pizzeria and Bar, suggests a police kiosk go in place of the McDonald's space. He said a kiosk would help serve the community of downtown businesses. Uh, So that's just one idea. In other news, playoff hopes continue to fade for the Ottawa Senators. Mm. After a narrow loss to the Colorado Avalanche, the team went into the third, down by three, after Colorado picked up a very questionable goal when a whistle was never blown. Ottawa scored two in the last period but fell 5-4. The team will try to snap their now four-game losing streak when they take on the Leafs tomorrow. And finally... For the first time in three decades, the American Kennel Club says the U.S. has a new favorite dog breed, and we see a lot of these in Canada, too. Oh, yeah. Could be following suit. After dominating for 31 years, the Labrador Retriever is no longer number one. It goes to the French Bulldog. Well, they're very trendy right now. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. The Clown Dog, as they're called. The po- oh. Their popularity <sighs> worries fans and critics alike, though. Frenchies have been targeted in thefts, famously the Lady Gaga theft. Yeah. And there's concern that backyard breeders and unhealthy dogs are being bred for quick dollars. I, you know, uh, I guess there's really no way to regulate the breeding thing. I mean, how do you know what people are doing, right. you know, in the boonies yeah. out there? I guess a lot of people would suggest that you go to someone who has a long history. Like been doing it for a while? Yeah, I mean, uh, you should be very, very uh, well-informed about where you're getting your dogs. And if you have any concerns at all, you should report them immediately. You should also be independently wealthy. These dogs are worth, <laughs> what, three now? They're so expensive. 3000 I love that also their popularity worries the fans. Like the fans <laughs> are the ones that are breeding them yeah. and buying them, but they're also worried about their well-being. Well, we all experienced that before. When you uh, go somewhere and love it and then don't want anyone else to know about it. Yeah. Gatekeepers. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Here we are on a Poons Only Friday. <laughs> that was good, right? A little better. All right. That's yeah. the Irish accent coming out on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. <laughs> it's St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Why? Well, you're not drinking a Guinness. <laughs> we'll make it feel like it by noon, I yeah. promise. Here's your useless question for today. Phones only, as Sophie mentioned, 56% of people under 30 say they regularly regret doing this. <laughs> 56% of people under 30. Mm-hmm. That's a little surprising. I'm not going to lie. If you know memes, it might not be that surprising. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 613-750-9494. 56% of people under 30 say they regularly regret doing this, and the first person gets the right answer wins 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers, which include the guaranteed $1 million prize plus the classic jackpot of $5 million. Find your possible. Okay. What do you think? It'll go faster or slow? I, I don't know. I think don't this is know. hard. I it's think it's a, hard. It's a bit obscure Yeah. because, again... People under 30, but I don't know. That's over half. 56% of people under 30 say they regularly regret doing this. All right, good luck. We'll see if you can get it. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Today's useless question on a phones only Friday is... 56% of people under 30 say they regularly regret doing this. All right, here we go. 613-750-9494. It's a phones only Friday. What's your guess? Is it making plans? (laughs) Well, how'd you do that? How did you know that? Well, you know, I'm under 30 and I do regret making plans oh all the time. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> Brianna, you're the first caller we took and the and what? the first correct answer. 
No way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so can you explain this test a little bit? Why do you bother making plans then? Because I, so in the moment you are interested and then throughout the week or the days that go by, you're like, okay, well, I just went to work. I'm tired. I need a day off. So sometimes you don't really want to go out anymore. <laughs> So what is it that you do when you uh, cancel those plans? Um, I just stay home. <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. You know, those uh, millennials and Gen Zers, like the younger millennials, uh, they really worry about offending people. They don't yeah. like it. Yeah. We give them a hard time, though, and I, sometimes they got a point. Yeah. It uh, makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> And so now there's a bunch of millennials and Gen Zers out there who say they have come up with a great alternative to giving someone the finger. Okay. Because, well, giving someone the finger is just, it's its really rude and disrespectful. I think you actually mispronounced satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, isn't that the point of being rude yes! and disrespectful? Like, yes, it okay. is. Um, so <sighs> their version of flipping somebody the bird, instead of being... As rude and crass as that, they say, okay. try the thumbs down. <laughs> uh, boo. Boo. They say it's the equivalent of telling someone, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. And oh that's always worse. Well, when your parents said that to you, wasn't it awful? Yeah, when your parents say that to you. When it's somebody that you care about, yeah. it matters. Okay. When it's a stranger out on the street or in the car... What's a thumbs down doing? Uh, yeah, I feel like a bumper sticker. Happy to disappoint. Right? <laughs> it would be on half the cars in this city. They say uh, it's like pushing someone's personal dislike button. Okay. You know, it, so but this dumb. is now we're like we're taking social media and really, really using it as a real life thing. I just I'm not sure that there is anything that can replace flipping the bird. I you know what? I, I agree because I think that they're they're the. <laughs> Their uh, sentiments are in the right place. Their hearts are in the right place. Mm -hmm. But what young people aren't realizing is the only people who would care about a thumbs down and have it hurt their feelings are the people who are nice <laughs> enough to drive nicely. Right. Right? Or the other people who use thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll understand. Yeah. They understand each it. other. How about uh, when someone line. cuts you off and gives you the thumbs down? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, bud. That happens all the time. You get cut off. People do something stupid. Then they give you the finger. You're yeah. like, what? Well, see, this is the thing. If they gave me the thumbs down, I wouldn't be nearly as angry. Yeah, me either. I'd be like, like right, okay, okay, that's weird. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> because I, I, you know, I don't, I don't flip the bird often. Like, because no. it is, it's a crass and rude thing. It's kind of like almost the equivalent of like spitting. You know, it's kind of yucky. Yeah. Like, you don't really want to do it. But every once in a while, the occasion calls for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the only thing. But what, do you have any other hand gestures that you like to to go to like use oh. in this situation uh, i have been known to throw the big old l on the forehead that's a great one i, I think that one is also effective I, I think don't forget to use the wrong l so in the mirror they can see it properly uh i think that's the best insult ever you're a loser yeah i don't know if they can see it as well as the finger though yeah maybe. that's the problem because it's up against skin on skin right no i think it's great yours is very telltale you, you have to have white gloves uh, yes, ready to go the michael jackson glitter <laughs> yeah, glove do exactly. it yeah but that's yeah, the best one yeah, ever i like I'm going to use that from here on in. Yeah. There's also the, I've given the, 
the sweep under the chin. Oh, that one. Right? But It goes with an Italian swear word usually. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm always like, what am I, the godfather? That one, is, I don't feel is as satisfying. Sometimes I'll do an over-exaggerated, uh, no, no, please, after <laughs> you, and sweep my arm. Like, no, no, of course, this is for you. <laughs> I've done that before, too. <laughs> or the, the aggressive shaking of the head. Yeah, no. But if you couple that with the L on the That's forehead, good. then you've really, really driven the point home. It's not a double negative. <laughs> so I'm not a loser. Okay, all right. <laughs> no. Uh, so I think you've improved on it. Uh, yeah. You've taken the thumbs down and just put it against the forehead exactly, with the with finger the, <laughs> That's right. Follow the instructions <laughs> one at a time. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. With Dorito Street McDonald's closing down, what should replace it? David Mangiano, owner of Grand Pizzeria and Bar, uh, suggested a police kiosk go in place of the McDonald's space at a community meeting. He said a kiosk would help serve the community of downtown businesses. Not many disagreeing that police presence in the market is uh, a good idea. Yeah, I like the Grand, by the way. They make good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also uh, going on, police and bylaws say they will have an increased presence in the downtown core tonight as St. Patrick's Day celebrations get underway. Mm-hmm. Bylaw will particularly be around the Sandy Hill area, making sure celebrations don't get out of hand. So watch for that and be on your best-ish behavior. When you were in university, did you have a street that you partied on somewhere where tons of people gathered? Now more house parties. Okay. Ours was called Ezra. Okay. And it was the party on Ezra. And the entire city was there. Wow. It was nuts. Okay. So if you lived on Ezra, you were part of it whether you wanted to be or not. That's correct. Sandy Hill knows what you're talking about. <laughs> and finally, the over 8,000 kilometer wide brown glob of seaweed oh. known as the Great Atlantic Sargasm Belt is oh. not a new thing, but it's on the move and could potentially wreak havoc on beaches in Florida, Mexico, and the Caribbean this summer. If you're traveling, look out for the stinky large weeds that'll be out there. Scientists have claimed this year's bloom of sargasm is the largest ever recorded. It's larger than the width of the United States. It looks like something out of a scary movie. It's really a huge mass of gross-smelling weed that, uh, that can actually cause breathing problems, pregnancy issues even. So there, it's just like it's coming in. It's like a... Like a floating mass of seaweed, yeah. just a so, big, oh. So oh. if you're on the East Coast of Florida, so like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, they're very concerned with what they're going to be seeing. Mexico and the Caribbean brace for impact. Yeah, from the Atlantic Ocean. So there you go. Okay. I always thought sargasm was so close to sarcasm that the weed should be like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Let's turn around. We've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Karen Edmonds of Kempville. It's an Irish-themed $1,000 Minute. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Thanks, you too. All right, so 10 questions, 60 seconds on the clock. Answer them all correctly. You get 1000 bucks. If not, you get $10 for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. Are you ready, Lassie? Let's go. All right. I will not. I will save you from my Irish accent (laughs) the entire time, just (laughs) for the sake of you hearing what I'm saying. Here we go. In three, two, one. What is the capital of Ireland? Pass. What's the official currency of Ireland? Great British pound. What common reptile is not naturally found in Ireland? Pass. Which Fifty Shades of Grey star hails from Northern Ireland? Oh my goodness. 
pass. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, written by Irish-born author C.S. Lewis, takes place in what mythical land? Pass. Name an Irish pub in Ottawa. Patty's Pub. Which U.S. city was the first to dye a river green in honor of St. Patrick's Day? Pass. What must a leprechaun divulge if captured? The lucky coin. Located in Northern Ireland, what popular TV show used a beech tree lined walkway known as the Dark Hedges as the road to King's Landing? Pass. What hardy. Wow, we are out of time! Wow. Woo! Karen, you didn't find the pot of gold today. <laughs> no. Uh, but we're going to learn a few things anyway. Here we go. What is the capital of Ireland? You passed on Dublin. What's the official currency of Ireland? You said the Great British Pound. It's the Euro. I know, so weird. Mm. What common reptile is not naturally found in Ireland? You passed on snakes. Mm. Which Fifty Shades of Grey star hails from Northern Ireland? Jamie Dornan was the actor we were looking for. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, written by Irish-born author C.S. Lewis, takes place in Narnia. Okay. Name an Irish pub in Ottawa. You went with Patty's Pub. Congratulations on Bank Street. Uh, what must a leprechaun divulge have captured? You said uh, the lucky coin. Yeah. Okay. It's well, where to find the hidden treasure. You all right. Know? All right. All right. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to we'll you. We'll give it to you. A lucky coin is a treasure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Located in Northern Ireland, what popular TV show used a beach tree-lined walkway known as the Dark Hedges as the road to King's Landing? It was Game of Thrones. Did we miss one? Did we miss the uh, river? Uh, yes. And which U.S. city was the first to dye the river green in honor of St. Patrick's Day? It was Chicago back in 1962. They still do it today. Yeah. Didn't get to the last question. What hearty Irish meal consists of red meat, carrots, onions, and potatoes? The delicious Irish stew. Irish <sighs> Karen, uh, lucky 20 bucks today. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Thank you. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Coming up Friday, Flix, your chance to win tickets and treats to Landmark Cinemas. We'll do that in less than 10 minutes, but first, more important things. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the Pure Country March Madness Contest. I like changing it every time. Challenge, contest, whatever. Whatever. We're in the Elite Eight now, and this is the closest we've seen. Easily closest we've seen. It's mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton versus Blake Shelton. And where are we at right now, Sophie? Well, it's kind of hard to say. Instagram uh, stories, if you want to cast your vote there right now, uh, Chris Stapleton is ahead of Blake Shelton. By what margin do you know? By quite a bit. Okay. Uh, it looks like Chris Stapleton has uh, 70% of the votes. Blake oh. Shelton has 30% of oh, the it's votes. it's a different story on uh, Twitter. Uh, still, Blake Shelton, uh, Blake Shelton has now edged ahead of Chris Stapleton. Ah. 52 to 47. Well, basically 52 to 48. All right. Percent. So we're watching that contest very closely. And when you look at it's hard because we have to count everything on Facebook. When oh, you look brutal. at it, what do you see? Uh, well, it seemingly looks like Chris Stapleton is ahead because he's got a lot of the first uh, chunk of votes. Mm-hmm. But then Blake Shelton really starts to ramp it up. So I, I don't really know how this is going to go. We were just chatting. We're going into the weekend. Yeah. So... This is going to be open just for the rest of the day like it always is. Yeah, till, till midnight. And, and then, then we'll c- shut it down. Yeah, so if you voted after that, we won't be counting it. All right. Okay? So get your votes in. We are on the hunt for Pure Country's ultimate country artist. Will it be Chris Stapleton? Will it be Blake Shelton? Who knows? This is just uh, bracket number 10. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Who Said That? 
People love going to the movies, don't they? It's so much fun, and we didn't get to go for two years, so here we go. Let's get back to it. All right, tickets and treats up for grabs every single Friday here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. We call it Friday Flicks. I love it, and all you have to do is tell us who said that. We're going to play a clip of a movie. Mm -hmm. What are we looking for today? We are looking for the name of the actor or the name of the character, but... okay. That might be hard. We're going we're going back for this one. We are, mm-hmm. and it's one of your favorites. It's I think it's a quality film. <laughs> what about do you? I do, I like okay. it a lot. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. All right, so who said that? Here is your Friday Flicks clip. Do you remember what I told you in the tunnel? <laughs> Sounds so weird when you just so hear it by sad. itself like that. I love isolating weird <laughs> lines out of movies. Remember what I told you in the tunnel? It's really, it's really, uh, yeah, weird. Okay, who said it? Yeah, it's one of your favorite actors. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, he's great. He's a, he's a really good actor. And uh, I mean, he never stops acting. He's been but around for a while. That's that's, yeah, that's you're giving all the hints. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go to the phones. 613-750-9494. We'll start with caller number 10. you got to tell us the actor's name or, if you can, the character's name, too. Here's your clip one more time. Do you remember what I told you in the tunnel? <laughs> it's a very iconic voice. Yes. All right. Good luck. Friday Flex here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Hi, Wendy. How would you like tickets and treats <laughs> to Landmark Cinemas? I love it. Yeah, going to the movies is always nice. And this prize is valued at $14,000. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is tell us who said that. Do you remember what I told you in the tunnel? I'm going to take a wild guess. Is it Harrison Ford? Wow. That's some wild guess, because that's right. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, so Harrison Ford in which movie? I'm I'm thinking Indiana Jones. Mm, Oh, okay. okay. So it really was a guess. (laughs) It was, it was. I I recognize his voice, actually, more than anything. Well, he's got a very iconic voice. The movie is The Fugitive, and we picked it because when he's on the run, he runs to Chicago and finds himself in the St. Patrick's Day Parade around the Green River. That's right. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) May you forever remember the name Dr. Richard Kimball. (laughs) I will. Well done, Wendy. Congratulations. Thank you so much, guys. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Don't forget to keep listening for the 25K Double Play Artist. Your next chance is coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Of course, this can lead to $25,000. But also, Mm -hmm. a fun uh, little angle on this contest is that we give away $500 every single weekday. I know. It's a lot of money. $500 a day. Somebody walks away with a little bit extra in their pocket. So let's find out who it is today, shall we? Okay. Okay. Here. We go. And the winner is. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I had her number programmed in my phone. I'm like, they're not going to call me, but. (laughs) Okay, well, you foiled our whole plan of pretending to be telemarketers. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, last time you called, I was painting and I missed the number because it came up as un- like kind of an unlisted one. Oh. I was like, oh, it's definitely telemarketer, so I didn't answer. And then I got like, you guys leave me a cool voice. So I was like, well, that's never happening again. Oh, so. my gosh. You learned your lesson. <laughs> Sarah Baker, I guess you know it's Sophie and Jeff from Ottawa's Pure Country 94. <laughs> 
Yes. Have you been diligently listening for the 25K double play artists every single morning and day? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I have good. a I have a five month old, so that's what we do all day long. So. Oh my gosh! I imagine the five month old isn't much help, though. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Listen, Sarah, we're calling to congratulate you. You just won five hundred dollars. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you. I really love that we get the credit. I was going to say we don't really have anything to do with it, but you're welcome. <laughs> Any plans for that five hundred? Uh, I love flowers, so I'll probably be a little bit selfish with some of the money and buy something for myself and maybe buy some fun stuff for the person in the background here who might start screaming. (laughs) What's your baby's name? Connor. 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 Oh, that's so cute. Connor and his mommy are going to enjoy some flowers. Yeah. $500's worth. Exactly. (laughs) And Sarah, good luck on the $25,000 as well. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. Fingers crossed, right? That would buy a lot more flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for playing the 25K double play. Thank you, guys. Have a great morning. We certainly will. It's so much fun giving away 500 bucks. (laughs) Your next chance at the 25K double play is in the 9 o'clock. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Here's an incredible story of one 23-year-old Ottawa man who had some uh, terrible luck. When he got into a major boating accident back in 2019, his name is Emilio Dutra. Yeah, he was just swimming and someone plowed him down on the boat. And uh, there was such devastating injuries. He lost his leg at the hip, his right leg, and then his fingers uh, uh, on his right hand as yeah. well. So uh, you may be seeing this guy uh, on the new advertising campaign for Lulu Lemon. He's a model. He's a model now, which is crazy. So if you see a, a model for Lululemon who is missing a leg and missing some fingers, that is 23-year-old Emilio Dutra from Ottawa who says uh, he even, you know, a year ago after his accident couldn't have possibly imagined that he would be doing anything like this. He's always been into clothing. Yeah. He's really passionate about fashion and modeling. And so this is a really exciting endeavor for him. He's our he's our guy, first of all, from Ottawa here. <laughs> uh, but he's ripped. Like, he's in great shape as well. He's yep. continued uh, staying physically active. Yep. I guess when you have the athlete uh, frame of mind, it really is something that's why. Put your kids in sports, man. It really helps. Yeah. Uh, no, he's he, he looks great. Uh, I love how uh, society is moving forward mm-hmm. and like getting rid of the childishness that people have in terms of like a lot of people would see it and like look away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just now normalized. Yeah. But this a guy was in an accident and uh, he's active and uses, wears Lululemon and we can be proud of him. I yeah. love it. I guess he used to play basketball as a teenager. Yeah. He was really active uh, growing up. So this was a pretty devastating thing. Oh, I mean, God, it would yeah. be devastating for anybody, uh, but he says that he's really hoping to inspire other people who have gone through the same thing uh, to just keep going. Cause I imagine there's a lot of, moments where you just feel like giving up yeah and i think when he says i hope to inspire other people who've gone through this understand i hope he understands that he's inspiring people who haven't yeah like what are your excuses for not getting on with it you know when you look at someone like him facing the challenges he has and being uh, you know unbelievably successful yeah fantastic yeah so next time you walk uh through the mall or buy a lululemon store look for emilio dutra's face from ottawa selfie and jeff the podcast